What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Black 850 Podcast. I'm your host, Devontae Williams, where I'm going to show you and teach you how to get credit for your financial freedom. As always, I appreciate, you know, everybody um, that's been tuning in. But most importantly, shout out to my boy, Devontae Vandegrift, for supplying a instrumental to our show. Uh, I appreciate you, my guy. He's excited for season three, and he's already you know, got some some great instrumentals planned out for me uh, for us to choose from. So I'm excited to be able to have something new for y'all for season three. If you want to find us on Facebook, just type in Black 850. If you want to become a client, the link is in the bio of our Facebook page, or you can simply scroll down to this or any of my episode um, show notes, and the link will be there. Simply click on it. It will take you straight to the contact us page. You will just put in your name, your email, and then you will just uh, really just send it. And then that will let me know that you're inquiring to become a client for credit repair and or bookkeeping. Okay, so if you have a small business, yes, we do have a bookkeeping service as well. So please use those to your advantage. If you want a self-account, that link is in the show notes as well. Self is a great way to start and or build your credit, right? You can choose anywhere between their $25 a month plans all the way up to $150 a month. And then at the end, you get your money back. All right. So shout out to all of our international listeners. We appreciate y'all supporting us on a weekly uh, basis. All right. Also, um, I just want to say, um, I've been getting a lot of uh, feedback personally about the show. Uh, recently, we had a, a listener, a new listener. Um, so shout out to Jared. Uh, but we had a, have a new listener and he reached out to me. Uh, I really reached out to uh, to my wife, uh, just communicating through through friends. Um, but um, he, he told his girlfriend and then the girlfriend told my wife. Uh, shout out to Camille. Um, and was like, Hey, you know, you know, I'm really picky on, you know, podcasts that I listen to, but, um, I really, I really am enjoying Devante's podcast. Um, it, it obviously has helped me. It's, it's, it's got some great topics, especially some topics that a lot of other shows don't have or really just touch on. And that's what I want to do on this show. I want to be able to give you some information that, you know, there's a lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of big podcasts out there much bigger than I am. Right. Um, and the goal is to get as big as they are. Uh, however, um, some of the, the, the topics that they have um, versus what I have, they don't necessarily touch on. And I feel like my show will benefit anyone just like I'm sure theirs will as well. But I'm just I'm grateful for the topics that we do have to talk about, because I mean, I honestly feel like there's just no other podcast out there that touches on certain topics that I do on a consistent basis. So with that being said, let's get into what we're talking about today. So today, this is a great episode, especially if you have children and you're wanting to plan for the future um, for them. Um, and then, you know, as well as, you know, just setting them up for success, you know, early on, especially just, you know, uh, with life in general, you know, everything's expensive or getting more expensive, right? Cars, houses, uh, clothes, food, uh, college, all kinds of stuff, right? 
So this will be a great episode for parents or soon to be parents that are wanting to help their children, especially get ahead before they got to get out here and start spending some money. All right. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about what is a custodial account. Okay. What is a custodial account? All right. So a custodial account is basically a savings account set up and administered by an adult or a minor. Okay. So in simple terms, this is a savings account that you as the parent or legal guardian uh, has set up for your kid, right? You're putting money back in a, a particular account specifically for your children. Okay. So what is a custodial account? The term custodial account generally refers to a savings account at a financial institution, mutual fund company, or brokerage firm that an adult controls as a <clears throat> for a minor or a person under the age of 18 or 21 years old, depending on the laws of your state or residence. Approval for the custodial is mandatory for the account to conduct transactions such as buying or selling securities. In a broader sense, a custodial account can mean any account maintained by a fiduciarily responsible party on behalf of a beneficiary, such as an employer-based retirement account handled for eligible employees by a plan administrator. A fiduciary is <clears throat> ethically, illegally, and legally to act on the best behalf of another's interest. All right. Each state has specific regu uh, regulations uh, governing the age of majority and naming of custodial uh, custodians and alternate custodians. Okay. So depending on your state, the laws and regulations for custodians may be different. So definitely, you know, look into that per your state of residence. All right. So, how does a custodial account work? Once established, a custodial account functions like any account at a bank or a brokerage. The custodian, a, de a designated manager or investment advisor, decides how to invest the money. The account manager or other entities can continue to contribute to the fund. Okay. So, you know, you being the account holder or account manager, Let's just say you do it personally. You're personally funding this account. All right. You can do that. Or if you have a business that's funding that you would like to fund the account, you can do that as well because it says or other entities. All right. A business is an entity. All right. So uh, as noted above, custodial accounts can invest in a variety of assets. However, the financial institution probably won't allow the manager to use the account to trade on margin or buy futures, derivatives, or other highly speculative investments. Once the minor reaches the legal age of adulthood in their state, control of the account officially transfers from the custodian to the named beneficiary, at which, at which point they claim full control and use of the funds. Should the minor die before reaching age of majority, the account will become part of the child's estate. Okay. So let's just say in your state, the legal age is, you know, 18. Once your son or daughter becomes 18, 
they take full control of that account, right? So some 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 side tips that I would recommend that you show your children or just teach your children is really what what it is like investing or managing an investment account, right? How to save money, how to invest money, how to multiply your money, all that good stuff. They need to know the basics of what this account can do or just what, you know, money is in general. So that way they don't just, oh yeah, daddy had me 600K in this account since I was a baby. Now that I'm 18, I'm gonna go, you know, shopping, I'm gonna go. You wanna make sure they have, they're financially uh, literate. <laughs> you don't want them to just have this money and not know what to do with it. Cause now you just, you invested all this money into them uh, for nothing, just for them to go out and blow it, spend it on dumb stuff, all right? So at least give them the education necessary to manage that account once they do take it over. All right. So the next thing is, there we go. So types of custodial accounts. So custodial accounts come in two basic varieties, the Uniform Transfers to Minors Act, UTMA accounts, and the older Uniform Gift to Minors Act, UGMA accounts. The main distinction lies in the kind of assets you can contribute to them. So first, we're going to start with the UTMA. The UTMA account can hold virtually any kind of asset, including real estate, intellectual property, and works of art. UGMA accounts are limited to financial assets of cash, securities, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, annuities, and insurance policies. All U.S. states allow UGMA accounts. However, South Carolina and Vermont do not allow UTMA accounts. All right, so if you live in South Carolina or Vermont, you're not able to get a UTMA account. All right, so both UTMA and the older version of UGMA have custodial accounts set up in the minor's name with a designated custodian, usually the child's parent or guardian, okay? So if you're the, the parent or guardian, that's usually you as the designated custodian. Initial investment, minimum account balances, and interest rates vary by the company that houses the account. Advantages and disadvantages of custodial accounts. This, I'm glad that they actually have these uh, just because on this article by Investopedia, thank you, Investopedia, for this article. Um, I'm glad that they have these because if they didn't, I was going to have to go source some uh, advantages and disadvantages just because, I mean, with any account, there are pros and cons, right? So let's get into them. So advantages of custodial accounts. Custodial accounts have enormous flexibility. There are no income or contribution limits and no requirements to make regular distributions at any point. Also, there are no withdrawal penalties. While all withdraw, uh, withdrawn funds, uh, while all withdrawn funds are restricted to being used for the benefit of the minor, the requ this requirement is vague and is not limited to educational costs, as with college savings plans. The custodian may use the funds for everything from providing a place to live or paying for clothing as long as the beneficiary receives a benefit. A custodial account is much simpler and less expensive to establish than a trust fund. 
The aim of both UGMA and UTMA regulations was to allow adults to transfer assets to minors without the need to establish a special trust to enable such ownership. Tax advantages. While not tax deferred as our IRAs, custodial accounts do have some tax advantages. The IRS considers the minor child the owner of the account, so to the earnings in it are taxed at the child's tax rate up to a certain point. Every child under 19 years old to 24 four or full-time students while who file as part of their parents' tax return is allowed a certain amount of unearned income at a reduced tax rate. All right. So every child under 19, 24 for full-time students. All right. So if they're under 19, great. Or if they're 24 uh, and they're full-time students and uh, they're being filed on their, their parents' tax returns, uh, they get a certain amount of their un unearned income at a reduced tax rate. All right. So for 2022, the first $1,150 of unearned income is tax free. And the next $1,150 is taxed at 10%. Income of more than $2,300 will be taxed at the parent's rate. However, once the minor reaches the age of majority in their state of residence, they can file a tax return of their own. At this age, all the account earnings will be subject to the beneficiary's tax bracket at the age of filing. Also, an individual can contribute up to $16,000 to an account for the 2022 tax year without incurring the federal gift tax. This gift tax illusion uh, amount is set to increase to $17,000 per individual for 2023. So, so it's been set to uh, 17,000 as of this year. And some disadvantages of custodial accounts, a minor's ownership of the custodial account can be double-edged, can be a double-edged sword. Since the holdings count as set assets, they may reduce a child's financial aid eligibility when they apply for college. It could also reduce their ability access to access other forms of government or community aid. So just keep in mind um, that depending, you know, where you live, especially, you may or may not be eligible for financial aid when going to college if you have this particular account. Okay. So keep that in mind. Any deposit or gift made to the account is irrevocable, meaning it cannot be changed or reversed. All of the accounts uh, accounts holdings pass irrevocably to the minor at the age of majority. In contrast, many college savings plans, such as a 529 account, allow parents to retain control of the funds. All right. Custodial accounts are not as tax sheltered as other accounts. To mitigate a tax bite, a custodian can transfer funds to an eligible 529 plan. However, to do so, the custodian must liquidate any non-cash investment in the custodial account. Also, the custodial account beneficiary cannot be altered, whereas the beneficiary on a 529 college plan may change with some limitations. A custodial account is set up in the minor's name. Since the account is irrevocable, the beneficiary of the account may not change. 
and no gifts or contributions made into the account can be reversed. Pros and cons, just to kind of retouch on them. So the pros, easy to establish and manage, free from income contributions or withdrawal limits, can invest in a variety of assets. And the cons, less tax advantages than other accounts, can hurt child's financial aid prospects. And then last uh, con is irrevocably passed to child upon majority. All right. So that wraps it up as far as what a custodial account is. So if you are someone out there that is wanting to, um, like I said, get your child set up with an account and you want to basically make sure that they're taken care of once they get ready to, you know, go out and uh, live their own life, right? They're ready to move out and they're ready to, you know, go establish uh, their own uh, legacy. A custodial account is a great way to help them um, teach them and teach them slowly how to be financially uh, literate and, you know, how to manage their money. And you're basically the, in the driver's seat of all of that. So what better way for you to be taught by a, bro uh, a broker and then to then teach your child, right? I think it's a beautiful thing. It would be great if someone um from this from this episode if someone you know goes and, and sets up that account and then it you know it benefits their children you know i know a lot of people that listen to this show uh they've got some children under three you know you still have plenty of time to open up a particular account like that and then you know help them get in uh get ahead in life so i appreciate y'all tuning in i hope that this episode has giving you some insight on some different accounts that you can uh, get for your children. Um, I know y'all kind of heard the 529 plan uh, later in that, um, in that article. Uh, that will be an episode of its own. <clears throat> and I'm excited to actually go into detail about the 529 plan as well, because that is another option that you have uh, in order to help set your kids up for the future. All right. So, I appreciate y'all tuning in. If you want to find us on Facebook, just uh, type in Black850. If you want to sign up for a self-account, right? Or if you don't even know how to do it or if you need help, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty straightforward on the website, pretty simple to set up. But if you need some assistance, just reach out to me and I can walk you through it. But that link is in the show notes. And if you want to become a uh, client, whether it's credit repair or bookkeeping for your small business, uh, just same thing. Just go to become a client. And then just reach out to me and just leave a little message saying which type of client that you would like to become. Shout out to all of our international listeners. Thank y'all for always tuning in. All right. Uh, shout out to the new listeners that have been giving me some feedback and letting me know that they've been enjoying the show. But that's a wrap. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. This has been another episode of the Black 850 Podcast. I'm your host, Devontae Williams, where I'm going to show you and teach you, as always, how to get credit for your financial freedom. Like we always do, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all be easy.